Welcome back, everyone. J-Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Coming at you on a Wednesday night. Following some AEW Dynamite. Just finishing getting set up here. As we jump into all this, you know what we do, folks? We smash that like button, we smash that sub button, and we ring that bell for notifications. Hopefully everyone's having a good hump day. We are halfway through the week. And as I dive into this, let me know what you thought of tonight's show. Light up the chat. Let me know how you're doing tonight. We are talking about AEW Dynamite Season 3, Episode 12 for March the 24th. Um, but before we dive into the meat and potatoes of this, I want to discuss something that I wanted to bring up uh, Monday. Uh, Monday was, um, uh, let's just say Monday did not go the way it was intended to go. Um, Pops ended up in the hospital. He's home. He's fine. He's doing well. Not going to get into all the details. I just want to thank everyone again um, from the bottom of my heart for all the love and prayers you guys sent, whether it was on um, you know, Facebook, uh, Twitter, whatever. You know, what whatever you guys did. Thank you so much. It it means the world to me. Uh, all the thoughts and prayers are greatly appreciated. He's he's doing good. He's doing good. I also want to discuss something real quick before I dive into this because uh, I didn't get a chance to um, Monday. And, and that was the big news that happened after um, after Monday Night Raw. And let me just silence my phone here. My apologies. I hate it when that happens. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So, so there is a big-time free agent out there in the world of professional wrestling. And um, we found out, actually, no, it was right after, no, please excuse me. It wasn't after Raw. It was after Fastlane. Fastlane on Sunday. Um, we found out that Andrade is now a free agent, and he can pop up anywhere at any time. Um, he, he does not have a 90-day no-compete clause. And um, I thought I heard somewhere that he already kind of says where said where he wants to go. 
and that's back to uh, Mexico. Um, um, and it's just a shame to see um, what happened to him as far as um, just not being used for like six months. It's crazy. Now, I don't know if there was an injury or anything involved in any of that, why he was on the shelf for so long. It's just crazy. But um, so let me know in the chat where you want to see him show up. Um, I know I know a lot of people say AEW automatically. Uh, my my <laughs> my fellow Impact fans, what well, you obviously say, Impact Wrestling. Um, I personally think he's going to um, wait it out and go to either Ring of Honor or New Japan. That's my personal opinion. You can have yours, and that's fine. Just let me know where you want to see him. I just want to see what the audience says out there as far as where where do, where do they want him? Where do they want Andrade to go? Where do they think he's going to go? Either one is, uh, you know, it's all up in the air. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Zach Potiphar says, to the dark side? I'm, I'm a little confused by that. But okay, so <laughs> there's a vote for the dark side, I guess. <clears throat> a, a dark Vader for the win. Uh, <laughs> Darth Vader, excuse me. Um, one other thing I will address briefly uh because it actually is something kind of uh, personally mildly funny for me. Uh, Terrence Sullivan in the chat says, uh, so now Rebellion is now uh, Sunday, April 25th, daddy-o. Uh, and April 25th is significant to me, of course, because it's my birthday. It's birthday de Jebon. And, um, so it, we had a nice little joke about that in the TNI chat on uh, our, our private chat on, uh, Facebook. And, um, it's, <laughs> and we discussed this a little bit, I believe sometime on Tuesday during the show, uh, Trent being upset that he couldn't. Uh, he couldn't, he wasn't going to have the opportunity to watch Rebellion because his own company, AAW, out of Chi-Town, out of Chicago, is, um, is having a show that Saturday night as well. So he was really bummed out that he wasn't going to be able to watch Rebellion. And so... <laughs> So Trent was bragging that he had some pull with the uh, office at Impact and said, uh, hey, 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 oh, hey, Don, hey, uh, what's up with this? Uh, you know, you need to uh, you need to handle this. You need to move your event, would you? <laughs> 
So apparently, apparently, uh, Trent has stroke with the office at Impact. Oh, that's uh, so yeah, that was, <laughs> we were joking about that. Uh, so yeah, thank you, thank you, Trent, uh, for, for putting Rebellion on my birthday. Then, of course, you know, I, I was joking with Tracy about this, Mrs. J Bone, if you will, and she said, Oh, well, I guess I'll have to uh, re return the uh. The, the air tickets. I'm like, to air to the plane tickets. What? I'm like, what are you talking about? So she just started laughing. Like, like she, she bought me a trip someplace or something. Um, she's so goofy. Um, so yeah. So rebellion is now on my birthday, April 25th. It's on a Sunday as opposed to Saturday the night before. Either way, I wasn't gonna, you know. I was like, "Hey, it's my birthday weekend. Whatever. It's it's all good. It's still, it's still exciting, nonetheless." So, um, <laughs> Critical Sting says Trent should be thanking Dana White. I did hear something about um, something about that. I'm I'm not an MMA guy, you know. I I hear about the events. I don't know anybody really. Uh, doing the MMA stuff anymore. I used to pay much more attention to that, at least the heavyweight division when uh, Brock Lesnar was doing it because, um, you know, that, you know, I had some interest back then, you know, Kane Velasquez and those guys and whatever. But, um, but no, I, I almost never pay attention to it anymore. I did hear that Tyson is going to take on uh, Evander Holyfield. I'm not sure what year this is anymore, but uh, <laughs> hopefully Evander Holyfield uh, wears some earmuffs to protect his ears during this one. Oh, he went there. Uh, <laughs> so uh, just wanted to cover those few bits of news before we we dive Head first into this episode of AEW Dynamite. Now, there are a lot of changes, a lot of changes going on in the company right now. So, uh, th this episode was very promo heavy. Um, some of the matches didn't feel like they were dare I say, really worth anything. I mean, they were still like all good matches, I felt, but there were obviously ones that I was more vested in than others. A lot of little things are starting to get built over the course of between last week, this week, and moving forward into the weeks and months ahead in AEW. And we'll discuss that as we dive further into this you know little little rivalries are being built things are happening you know there's they're setting stuff up not just for episode wise but for you know bigger storyline wise um <laughs> zach bonifer puts the emoji of uh, johnny bravo with the earmuffs in the in the chat that's lovely thank you thank you yes you're obviously Thinking about Evander Holyfield's uh, uh, safety and security there. Thank you. Very, very, very big of you. Um, 
Swag fan says this episode was mostly about building stories. Pretty smart, in my opinion. Yeah, and you have to have, you have to have stuff like that. You have to have episodes like that where um, you really don't know what's coming, but you it also makes you pay attention at the same time. Like, oh, what's 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 going on here? What's what's going on now? What's happening? So we start out, and this is all canon from something that happened on, I believe it was the first elevation from last week. So was that the first elevation? I believe it was the first elevation from Monday. And Kenny set up something or something was set up with um, what, Matt Seidel? And then uh, Tony Khan get involved. I forget exactly how it went, but it it did actually catch some uh, some eyes on social media because people were joking about how Tony Khan sounded during this promo when he came out. And he started yelling, and you said we used his big boy voice against uh, Kenny Omega, and it was uh, uh, mildly uh, uh, humorous there. So, but. Uh, they were oh oh Tony was saying that Kenny didn't respect Matt Seidel you know, because he just you know he just put him in the one winged angel and then just pinned him and there really was no match you know so Tony was very upset with this and said you are going to honor this you are going to face Matt Seidel and if he does beat you you will defend it against him so there is you know there there is this you know employee boss thing brewing here between tony and kenny and it has been brewing for quite some time if you notice the promos once in a while especially on impact wrestling tony will have some kind of vibes against kenny omega and or don Callis. So that's kind of interesting. But yeah, so Kenny Omega faces off here against Matt Seidel. If Matt Seidel wins, he gets a shot at Kenny Omega's AEW world title. Uh, great match between the two, you know, because they made you think a few times that Matt, you know, was really going to uh, beat him. It's, there was a couple times where he got like two and nine tenths or, or two and 19 twentieths. And it was damn close, especially one of the last ones, I believe. Um, but Kenny Omega did beat him. Uh, <laughs> Charles in the chat says, who does Kenny work for Tony or Don? He works for Tony. But he has uh, almost a, a family bonding with Don, you know. Some some would say even stronger than, uh, you know, manager, you know, to uh, to a clientele. Um, there's uh, there's years and years of them planning all this stuff that's going on right now. So so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it works for Don, <laughs> employed by Tony. There you go, critical sting. There you go. Um, 
then we get a really quick match here between uh, Cesar Benani or Benoni. I know I'm probably screwing that up, and my apologies. Um, someone new that's been uh, getting a little more attention lately uh, on TV and on Dark. Um, uh, Cesar faced off against Adam Page. Adam Page beat him pretty quickly here. And um, not too much else to really say about that. I didn't take any other notes on that. But, um, I mean, it's Cesar's, you know, nothing to sneeze at. He's a big guy, you know. And if, if Adam's going to beat you with that that lariat, um, you you got to – you got to have some oomph behind it. He did beat him here. He be, he did beat him here with, with that lariat. So, um, a lot of promos here. One here from uh, Lance Archer, and uh, aimed at Sting. I really like that. Jake was nowhere around for this. This was just Lance Archer. And usually it's a combination of both. You know, Lance Archer will put in some two cents and then Jake will follow it up with something classic. Or Jake will come out and say something and then Lance will just stand there looking, you know, like he's just going to kill you. Um, this was all Lance, no Jake at all. I actually really like this. And it's all aimed at Sting. And it's just, um, just to sum it up, it's just he's he's focused at um he's focused on the icon sting. So this is a match we're gonna get soon. I don't know, you know, what event they're gonna set up for this, if this is gonna happen on dynamite, if this is gonna happen on a pay-per-view, but um I can't wait for this. Cause uh, you know, Lance Archer, a lot of people look at Lance Archer like, oh he is, you know. Like this is the first their first time seeing him. He's been around a long time. You know, my my first time seeing him, of course, was back in the TNA days, back 2005, 2006 ish, whatever you know that was. Tagging with uh, Kid Cash, and um, yeah, he's been around a long time, folks. So, <clears throat> fifteen plus years. So can't wait to see that and uh, how this all develops. Britt Baker then with uh, a promo about last week. And, um, I mean, aimed at aimed at Thunder Rosa. Definitely aimed at Thunder Rosa because Dun uh, Thunder Rosa <clears throat> said something about um, – Um, you know, putting the women on the map. And uh, she, <laughs> Bert Baker was like, no, you did not put the women on the map. You don't even work for this company. I put the women on the map. And, um, you know, which, which, I mean, she's not lying. She's not lying because, you know, Thunder Rosa does, have appearances on the show, but Britt, Bink, Britt Baker is employed by the company. And, uh, but they, you know, a lot of people have been talking up a storm 
regarding that uh, lights out match. And it's what's what's sad is um, everyone's talking about it. It's getting a lot of attention, but it doesn't count. It doesn't count towards Thunder Rosa. Doesn't count towards Britt Baker. Um, you know, it, as far as like in the record books, it doesn't exist. You know, because they do keep track of the numbers in this company. So, uh, but yeah, just it was basically just Britt Baker countering what Thunder Rosa said at the end of the night with Tony after the event went off the air. And, um, and I gotta say, Britt, Britt Baker is getting better. She really is. I really feel, I'm not going to say she's the best out there, but I'll say she absolutely is, uh, improving, uh, by leaps and bounds compared to where she was, you know, a, a year, year and a half ago, whatever it was. And, uh, it's a lot of hard work she's been putting in. <clears throat> so, and then we get a promo from uh, Christian Cage. He's hanging out with the guys who are going to be in the next match. He's hanging out with Griff Garrison, Pillman Jr., and uh, Dante Martin because they're facing the pinnacle. And he's uh, he's there's you know, they're chuckling about whatever. And uh, and uh, Dasha comes up to them and. And was like, uh, oh, what's uh, what's? I'm sorry to interrupt, but what's uh, what's what's going on here? What's what you guys talking about? And Christian's like, oh, I was just you know sharing some uh, some uh, you know veteran advice to the young guys here, you know. And then uh, Kaz comes on camera and um, points at the picture and says, uh, hey, you know, I, I kind of live by that too. That saying, you know, outwork everyone. So I'm just curious, when does the um, when does the working part come in here? When are you going to start actually working, you know, as an in-ring working? And, uh, and Kirsten's like, hey, it's, my calendar's open next week. I'm having my first match. Why don't we do this? So uh, we are getting next week, we are getting the in-ring debut going to be a classic folks these guys faced off against each other a long time ago about oh it's, i think it's less than 15 years ago maybe give or take a little bit um back to the old days of tna when christian came in uh you know crossed the line left the wwe and jump to uh, TNA. Um, so yeah, we're gonna have Kaz Kazarian versus Christian Cage next week. I cannot wait for that. I'm very excited about that because Kazarian is still one of my favorites in this company. The guy can still go. Over the course of this last calendar year during the pandemic, the guy has transformed his body into, I don't know what, the guy is, just looks like he's completely rejuvenated himself um so next week should be a lot of fun and there's some big matches coming up um then you know, like i said we got the pinnacle um represented by ftr and sean spears 
against Griff Garrison, Pillman Jr., and Dante Martin. A lot of fun here. Um, uh, most of the work looked like it was being done by the pinnacle here. And, uh, of course, everyone's out there. MJF, Wardlow, and Tully. The pinnacle get, gets the win here. Sean Spears ends it all with uh, the C4 Death Valley uh, driver with the pin. And then they have the short interview afterwards with uh, Tony Schiavone. And uh, you know, all aimed at uh, the uh, inner circle, of course, which, uh, which they were not around at all this week. Not around at all. And uh, so then we get a promo, short one from Team Taz. Taz, of course, shooting his mouth off about what happened last week, saying that uh, Brian Cage apologized to everyone, especially uh, Starks, about his behavior and whatnot and his, his verbiage surrounding uh, the icon Sting and Taz goes around every one in the lineup there, like asking him if everyone's good. Yep, everybody's good. And Cage is just rolling his eyes the entire time. Brian Cage is not happy in Team Taz, and he's holding that title. And, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's going to be speaking out sooner rather than later. I got a feeling, so I can't wait to see what uh, what he does next here. And um, I think I think <laughs> I think Team Taz is going to be down one member very soon. So it, it, that means we you know break Brian Cage out into a babyface role. Hey, that's that's fine. That's fine. Uh, now what he does with the FTW title is what I'm very curious about. Does he just relinquish that? And for those listening audio, audibly, I'm using my quote fingers. Um, does he just give that back to Taz? Like, I don't need this. I don't want any part of this. Or does he steal it and turn it into something else and turn it into an unofficial title in AEW? I don't know. What do you guys want to see Brian Cage do? What do you, what do you see happening? Um, Charles says, I'm super excited for FTR versus LAX. Oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for that. That is absolutely going to be a headliner sooner rather than later. I think, um, what's next here? QT Marshall shooting his mouth off in a promo basically wants an exhibition with Cody. Cody then comes out though. And he's like, look, we're friends. If you want to match with me, that's fine, but I'm, I'm not going to hurt you. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to hurt you in this match where you want to match with me. That's fine. But now I, I got a feeling that QT is not going to see this the same way that Cody does. And, uh, and Cody's got still got his arm in a sling. He's still banged up. So this is interesting. You know, I'm really wondering how banged up he is. Um, <clears throat> is he just, uh, is he resting it? 
I don't know, but apparently we're getting this uh, next week, I think. Cody versus QT Marshall. I don't know. We'll see. Is uh, <laughs> is Cody going to beat him with one arm, you know, not, not necessarily tied behind his back, but in a sling? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Cody's pretty tough, but I don't know. We'll find out. All right. And we got um, – now, this was fun. This was really fun. And we're getting into – I believe we're getting into the second hour here. Um, we got uh, Pentagon Phoenix with the Laredo Kid. Laredo Kid hasn't been around for a long time. Um, and I think he actually fought Kenny in Triple A recently at Triple Mania for the Triple A title. Now, I could be wrong, but <clears throat> I know Kenny Omega did have a match, but I'm pretty sure it was against Laredo Kid. Um, <laughs> CM Chris, what's up? He says, Pinnacle versus Inner Circle in a blood and guts? Yes, please. <laughs> <clears throat> Bell's Boy, what's up? He says, Laredo Kid to AEW confirmed? Well, you know, they do have a thing with AAA. You know, they are working together. That's been known for since day one. <clears throat> Especially with all the stuff that um, you know, Lucha Brothers going back and forth, you know, and whatnot. So, um, yeah, just obviously not as much lately, but things are starting to slowly open up. So, um, but yeah, so Pen uh, Pentagon Phoenix, uh, the Lucha Bros with... Uh, the Rado Kid versus the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler. I was so excited about this one. This one was a lot of fun. You know, a lot of lot of spots during this one. You know, the, the, the high spots, whatnot, uh, high risk maneuvers, if you will. And uh, Laredo Kid actually gets the win here. <clears throat> Excuse me. With a Spanish fly. I cannot remember the last time I saw a Spanish fly as a finisher and, and somebody got a win with it. I mean, that's pretty old school. You know, we, we've, we've seen the inception of that, you know, when the guy, the TNI guys and I are going to, you know, are, we're doing the throwbacks on Thursday. We'll be doing 62, I believe, tomorrow night. Tune in for that. Um, but we saw, uh, the SATs, you know, do their, the inception of the Spanish fly. And that was the start of it, you know, along with, uh, amazing red and that whole crew. That was amazing. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Cutler looked great. Yeah. He, he looked a little banged up. Like he looked like he was supposed to do more, but he kind of, hung back a little bit maybe i guess maybe i just gotta watch it again <clears throat> so um but yeah i that that was crazy see the spanish fly as a finish now that what happened next here was nuts really just out of nowhere um oh one thing i did want to quick throw in here apparently laredo kid was out there he was kind of subbing 
for Pac because he's dealing, he's hurt. He's dealing with an injury. Hopefully they said Pac will be back in a few weeks. So nothing too serious. I don't think they said what it was. Um, then Kenny Omega comes out. So the second time we're seeing Kenny tonight and he attacks Laredo kid and the young bucks are out there. Like, what the hell are you doing? And they kind of like interfere, you know, and like, <clears throat> like, what are you doing, Kenny? And he cuts a promo on the bucks and like, he's like, he's like, I'm giving you guys one last chance, throw it up for the hard can, you know, excuse you know, he's like too sweet me, damn it. And uh, the Bucks are like, what is what is with you? You've the guys on commentary are like, Kenny has freaking lost it. He's completely lost it at this point. He's losing his mind with his his ego is just out of control. Um, he did say some interesting things here. He, you know, he's he said uh, something about the Don. What did he say? He said, I may not always agree with what Don says. But um, but Don, but Don is family. He's like, oh, he oh, okay. So he actually got the crowd to pop for this. He's like, he's like, I chose. I didn't choose AEW. I chose the Young Bucks. Here's the difference: the Young Bucks didn't choose Kenny Omega. They chose. Brandon Cutler, you know, <clears throat> and, um, he, he really threw some shots at Brandon Cutler there. It was like, Oh, just low blows. I mean, Brandon Cutler is a hardworking guy. You know, he's, he's become like the young bucks assistant, always helping him with the vlogs. Uh, you know, and his, and his wife is obviously a seamstress, you know, in the company she works for them, so, you know, and Brandon Cutler, his other contract obviously is wrestler. <clears throat> and I really never paid attention to him much until recently and just realizing how damn good he is. And then seeing him again in this match. Yeah. Brandon Cutler's a lot of fun. If you, if you love the young bucks then you should love what Brandon Cutler's doing. Cause it's, it's very similar, you know, high flying stuff. So, uh, <clears throat> ARK, he says here, uh, Kenny versus Cutler next? Oh, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that. Um, so the Bucks leave with Brandon, and um, and then as Omega's standing there going off on him, he turns around and eats a triple super kick from Pentagon Phoenix and Laredo Kid. <clears throat> Damn, losing my voice already. Not good. Ate too many snacks tonight. All right. We continue. Oh, now this next part is very interesting. So they're like, okay, so they, they mentioned that Cody and Brandy have been working on something for a while. Then all of a sudden we go into a promo. And it shows them working behind the scenes, talking to each other, traveling. And I'm like, what is this? And the more I watch it, I'm like, oh, my God, this looks like Ms. and Mrs. And then I, when I realized what it was, I got I got more and more excited. I was like, oh, is this is this a reality show featuring Cody and Brandy Rhodes and like behind the scenes stuff of them being 
married and, you know, helping run a company and the wrestling life and everything. So, um, so yeah, it, it says it's coming soon to TNT. So, so Cody and Brandy are getting their own reality television series about them, you know, uh, their life behind the scenes in, uh, in their marriage and the company AEW. And it's going to reveal stuff about them, uh, um, you know, having having a baby and whatnot. So, and I love the Miz and the Misses. I, I don't watch it every week, but I I, I re we record it every week, and I usually binge watch it with Tracy like every few weeks. We'll watch like a few episodes at once, and it's just absolutely friggin' hilarious. Um, and it, I feel like this is going to absolutely rival it. And I mean that. The, I mean that in a uh, a positive way. Like I feel like it's going to be as good. You know, honestly. Um, so yeah, I can't wait for that. Uh, am I going to uh, do reviews on it? No, probably not. But uh, I'll I'll certainly. Uh, I'll watch it. Um, yeah, like 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 Tony would say here. I'll tune in. I'll check it out. Yeah, see? see? Absolutely. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> little uh little little late on that one, Tony. Jiminy Christmas. Yeah, all right. Settle settle down there. Settle down there. All right, so um <laughs> Valesa, she hates reality shows. I don't watch a lot of reality television. I most most turn me off. Like the whole Temptation Island, I hate all that stuff. You know, and, and like you know anything related to you know stuff that's on MTV and, and my uh, my 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 pregnant bitches or whatever the you know the the the, the teenage and the pregnancy and the whatever and the, I don't know all that stuff it's i don't like any of it i it just that that doesn't you know i mean come on I'm, I'm i'm creeping up on middle age here you know that just that doesn't entertain me i like i like my wrestling and i like my music and there's not a whole lot else that uh entertains me of course of course i like uh i like you know marvel and dc stuffs and star wars you know good sci-fi flicks some action stuff like that um Hell, Stabler's even coming back. I'm actually excited about that because I've watched a million, you know, Law and Order episodes throughout the years. So, Maloney's coming back. I'm excited about that. All right. Um. So yeah, Cody and Brandy getting their own series. Pretty cool. Uh, now Mox and Kingston have a promo next and talking about the beatdown that they got recently from, um, the good brothers, but more importantly here talking about the young bucks, uh, and that's from Moxley. But now, unfortunately, it looks like Kingston got, um, really short changed on this whole thing. It looks like he's got a broken leg. So now I don't know like how legit this is. 
if he's if it's legit broken, I have not heard anything, any reports, anything. Uh, if they just taped it up for promo's sake, I, I have no idea. So uh, if he does have a broken leg or because he's like, I have a broken something. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for clarifying that, Eddie Kingston. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> and um, so, yeah, this was aimed at the Young Bucks, but more in a, a, a challenging, um, not not them challenging the Young Bucks, but they're like, hey, you know, you're, you're getting into the trenches with us with this whole thing. Mox then, um, then talked about, he, um, he's like, I hate Owen people. I really hate Owen people. And I want to know if you're ready to go to war with us. So I, I've got a feeling we're going to see Mox team up with the Young Bucks sooner rather than later. And I know they announced some matches for next week. I don't think that was one of them. Let me jump on Twitter real quick. Sorry, I don't like doing this when I'm live, but I'm just trying to quick check this out, see if I see anything. Okay, there's a thing for the post show. Matt Hardy. Obviously, that whole crew looking strong. Okay, I'm not seeing. Was this next week? No, that's not next week. No, that's this week's stuff. Oh, we're getting Arcade Anarchy. We're sitting... Okay, we're getting some of that. Okay, I'm not seeing the promo things here. I'm sure they're going to be up soon. But anyways... Um, oh, Roads to the Top. That's what the series is going to be called. Okay. Got it, got it. All right. So... Um, But yeah, I absolutely think we're going to get Good Brothers and Kenny versus Young Bucks and Mox sooner rather than later. Oh, okay. So we're getting, okay, thank you. I know I saw something and I couldn't remember what, what I saw. Thank you, Critical Sting. So we're getting Kenny and Good Brothers versus Laredo Kid and Lucha Brothers. Oh, shut up and take my money. That's going to be amazing. Uh See, see, good brothers were like all worried that Kenny was like upset with them. And look, they, you know, they came to his aid. He's tagging with them. Everything's too sweet in the biz quiz. Everything's fine. Hakeem Fort, did Swan appear on AEW yet? No, no, he did not. No, I would have talked about that already at the at the top of the show if something big like that happened. No. No, but hey, if you watched it, you would know, right? I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So, <laughs> with Hakeem, is one of those things like, okay, J Bone watches AEW, so I don't have to. Okay, I get it. I get it, Hakeem. I get it. So, <laughs> so, 
I'm just messing with you. All right. So cool promos here. Um, so yeah, he tells the young bucks here, get your, it's time to get your head in the game. Uh, now this next one. Wow. This was a show stealer folks. I love this match. We get Ty Conti versus Nia Rose. And I was not, um, I was not expecting Ty to win here. I'm, I'm going to straight up call this an upset because Nia has been booked pretty strong lately, you know, um, Now, I don't remember who all faced who in that uh, that women's tournament, but um, but man, this this match was good. This is absolutely, without a doubt, in my opinion, uh, Ty Conti's best match in AEW. I mean, she really brought it against Nyla Rose here, and Nyla Rose is nothing to sneeze at. She she comes at you with the power. Um, she's she's like a runaway train sometimes. She'll just run your ass over. Um, yeah, Mark in the chat here. What's up, brother? Says AEW's women's women's division is coming around, y'all. Watch out. Getting some sneaky good matches in lately. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was great. This was a lot of fun. Um, this was a huge win for Taikanti. Now, what happens next here? This this is going to turn into some big storytelling here. I think uh, it's going to continue next week, but it's going to continue down the road from there as well. Now, um, so so Ty uh, wins with her Didi uh, or Tay, excuse me, Tay Conti wins with her Didi Tay, you know, a la DDT. And um, I just wrote, wow. I was like, you know, I was like shocked. You know, she got the win here. Now, Naya and Vicky Guerrero, uh, Vicky Guerrero, excuse me, attack Ty Conti because, you know, they're very frustrated losing here. Um, and then Hikaru Shida comes out with the kendo stick to, uh, to you know, rescue her. But then Allie, now I noticed Allie's been getting back in the ring recently. It's very interesting. I did not see her dark match. She had a match either, what, yesterday or the day before. I'd have to go check and see if it was on Elevation or if it was on just the dark on Tuesdays. But she's she has been getting back in the ring recently. Um, Allie attacked Hikaru Shida and Tai Conti. And uh, Nyla Rose was standing on the stage then next to Allie, you know, after all was said and done. So that was very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm absolutely, boy, I, I'm stoked to see uh, Allie back. That she's, you know, and I don't know why she wasn't, you know, wrestling. Maybe she just wanted to take a break. I have no idea. 
Um, I haven't seen any interviews, any reasons why, and any articles, nothing. So we'll see. We'll see if she's, you know, if she's going to be putting more in the spotlight. And maybe it's because uh, the Butcher and the Blade are getting some more attention with Matt Hardy. And, and they're getting, you know, some more attention on TV time. They're not just the secondary tag team doing whatever, uh, which is great. You know, it's just better for the tag team uh, division all around. More teams getting um, brought to the forefront, you know, because it can't it can't always be, you know, Young Bucks and FTR, you know. So we, you got different rivalries going on and, you know, different attention here, different attention there. It's all good, you know, a little refresher there. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark says she requested time out of the ring for mental health reasons. Oh, and love our bunny. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, you know now. You know what? Now, now that you say that, that does sound familiar. That maybe I did read that somewhere. Interesting, interesting. So, hey, you know, and if she's she's ready to come back, she's ready to come back now, and we get we get the money back full force. We get Allie, uh, tremendous, tremendous. You know, we've, we've you know Impact fans that have followed her journey to AEW have missed her. I believe. You know, I know I'm not the only one. So, oh yeah, Bill's boy says Hikaru Shida and Ty Conti versus the Bunny and Nyla Rose is what I'm looking forward to next week, brother J Bone. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I saw that. That is, thank you for reminding me. Um, that is one that I didn't see listed among several others. So, yeah, next week is an absolutely loaded week for wrestling. We got Christian's in ring debut against a, you know, a classic Kaz. We got, uh, you know, some women's AEW action going on here. Um, some some trios action going on and there's I, I i serious by the end of this calendar year we're gonna see a trios tag title in aew mark my word it's gonna happen they got they got too many tag teams not going for something for that not to be a thing you know you got enough stables you got enough teams make it happen and it's okay you know because you can that'll help pop the other shows if you defend titles like that here and there on other shows like you know um you know like dark once in a while throw a title match on there that'll bring eyes to the product like oh hey we got a title match on here what else is on there it's 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 not i don't look at that as devaluing the title it's just you know you want to bring eyes to all the product you got to do stuff like that and i don't look at that as a bad thing they even did that on explosion um few months before its demise over on impact didn't um rohit raju get a x division title shot on uh explosion or someone did i'm pretty sure but anyways i digress we continue um but yeah let, let me know in the chat if you guys want to see like a, a trios uh tag team championship title 
brought to uh, AEW. Let me know your thoughts on that. Yay or nay? You know, no wrong answers here. Just curious to see what you say. So, um, what's next here? But yeah, amazing knockouts match. Next, and then on to the main event here for the TNT Championship. Man, this, I mean, I love Darby Allen. He is absolutely one of my favorites on this brand. He is, you know, he, re, he represents a certain fan base and, you know, very similar to how Sting did back in the day, very similar to how Vampiro did back in the day. Certain wrestling fans just identify with that. Like, okay, this guy's different. This guy gets it. Like, I can identify with this guy. You know, you don't run with the, this crowd or that crowd. You're your own individual, and you, 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 you march by the, you know, to the beat of your own drum. That's a guy like Darby Allen. You know. But John Silver, my God, if you are not, if you are not a fan of John Silver by the end of this match, like I, you know, we, we all, you know, we see the jokes on, on being the elite, but for the dark order and the Johnny hungy, and he's just really out there and rude and, you know, farts during interviews and, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's different. He's out there. He's, he's unique, but he's damn, he's charismatic and, uh, he's a good tag guy, but man, I don't think I've, I, I like, I know I've seen singles matches with him, but I don't think I've ever seen a match of his like this, this absolutely. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was a little worried about this headlining this episode. I was like, okay, Darby's defending. That's good. You know, put a title match on last. That's fine. But I was like, oh, John Silver? Oh, my God. If you're not a fan of John Silver by the end of this, damn. Check your pulse, folks. Check your pulse. Watch it again. Because holy shit. He... <laughs> He put, uh, I'm, at, I'm at a loss for words. He he put Darby Allen through the ringer on this one. Damn. He just, I mean, he, he whipped his ass. He brought it. Thousand percent. I am, I am absolutely a John Silver, a Johnny Hungy fan because of this match, you know, and this match even made me more of a believer in, in like uh Ty Conti, you know, she fought, she, she fought with every, you know, fiber of her being and, and did those judo knee kicks or whatever, you know, I don't know if that has a specific name in her repertoire or whatever, but she brought it against Nyla and beat her. And John was this close to becoming your next TNT champion. Couldn't pull it off. Darby squeaked it out in the end. Amazingly. So honestly shocked. I mean, like I said, you know, a match is good when they make you feel like, 
like you can assume whatever you want to assume. Like, oh, okay, Darby's going to be champ for a long time. He's going to beat everyone in his path until he fights that one guy. Well, let me tell you something. This match felt like this was that one guy. Because I don't think I've ever seen this much of a one-sided um, match against Darby Allen. Darby Allen has had his ass whipped before, but this, you know, unless you're talking about like Ethan Page back in the day and Evolve, that was pretty brutal. And, you know, he <laughs> broke Darby Allen's elbow. That was pretty brutal. But, uh, <laughs> Put him in. If you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Ethan Page, about four years ago, back when Darby Allen was just breaking into the business in uh, Evolve, um, damn, he had this match against Darby Allen. He handcuffed him, put him in a body bag, filled up the body bag full of tacks, and then just destroyed Darby Allen. Oh my God. It was brutal. And I, I'm if, if that doesn't happen at least somewhere in the next couple years, Ethan Page versus Darby Allen again, I'm gonna be insanely disappointed in the booking crew. <laughs> I'm gonna write my alderman about that. So <laughs> so um but damn, this match was amazing. Give me your thoughts on this match. Um, absolutely stole the show. Um, oh, no, I did not forget about the shovel because that's what broke Darby Allen's elbow. See, I did not forget. I just failed to mention what broke the elbow of Darby Allen. Yeah. Took a big old chunk out of it. I've seen the behind the scenes video of that. That's that was in, um, I think that's in one of Kenny Johnson's documentaries, I believe. He shot a lot of the videos and stuff during those years when, um, evolve was on flow. Sam, that's when I was a huge fan of evolve. So, um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. In fact, that was my, when, when I was doing like match of the year stuff four years ago, that was my, not match, but feud of the year was Darby Allen and Ethan page surprise. I surprised a few of my friends. They're like, huh, what? And I'm like, no, you had to like watch all of it to get it. So if you ever see the, if you ever see the footage Yes, it was in the the uh, that was on Vice, right, Valet? The wrestlers. It's some older footage that came out. That's what it was. Thank you. And I did talk about that on here when I was doing some uh, reviews for the. I don't think I reviewed them all, but I did uh, review a few of them. But yeah, that was a damn good one. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and that stuff is coming back. Not necessarily the wrestlers, but the uh, dark. Um, oh, what the hell is that series? All the controversial stories on Vice about the wrestling. Ah, I'm having a senile moment, damn it. But that's coming back soon, too. I'll be covering those. 
Dark side of the ring. Thank you. Yes. It's on Amazon? Oh, it might be. I'd have to look. You can go on Vice, uh, the Vice website, and catch, like, all that stuff. All the reruns. They've got them all on there, I believe. So, yes, Dark Side of the Ring. Thank you, everyone. My senile brain. Uh, <laughs> I, I love my audience. I love my audience because they help fill in the blanks once in a while. So, yeah, amazing match. Now, the ending here is interesting, and it's building a bigger story here. Um, first of all, Sting comes out here just to keep an eye on the Dark Order. Now, I don't think the Dark Order would have done anything towards Darby because they're, you know, and, and not to break this down ridiculously, but they are baby faces. But, you know, he's, they, Johnny Hungy's got his support out there. But, you know, Sting has a lot of history with uh, people and not trusting people, especially groups of people like, uh, you know, a la NWO. We, we know how, we know how that went. And um, so, yeah, he's out there with his baseball bat. He's keeping an eye on him. And uh, and they behaved themselves. They backed up. <laughs> I think the funniest response was watching Colt Cabana go, whoa. <laughs> he's like, I'm out of here. And you see, like, walks past the camera. That's comical. Everyone backs up. No one's messing with Sting. So Matt Hardy at the end, after the conclusion of this match, after Darby wins, Matt Hardy uh, attacks Darby after Darby fist bumps uh, John Silver out of respect. And, um, and uh, well, <laughs> the way Sting was kind of towering over John in the corner was a little intimidating. Like, I don't know what that was. Was that, was that a, a show of respect? Like, Hey, good job. I'm not going to kick your ass, but you just kind of keeping an eye on him, making sure he's behaving himself. I'm not sure what that was, but he was kind of really, you know, you know, how someone just stands over here. Like, I don't know what that was. It's weird. So, but Matt Hardy attacks Darby Allen then. And the whole, uh, I mean, what, what did they call that? The house of Hardy, whatever the Hardy's whole crew. Um, the, the um, Butcher and the Blade and Private Party, they attack Dark Order. And there's just this huge brawl then uh, all over the ring area there. And uh, so this is obviously setting up uh, Matt Hardy's next, next big feud match. He's going to go after that TNT title. And then that might if if Darby's doing weekly uh, defenses now, that might be next week. But that was pretty big. That was pretty a pretty big brawl for a match. So I think there's some bigger stuff going on here. Um, and um, oh, Ty Conti even came out and attacked. Uh, Allie got some revenge. So, and that's leading to the match that I mentioned earlier. So, um, so yeah, Allie's absolutely getting back into the swing of things here, which is great to see. It's 
it's great to see. So, um, Hakeem says, speaking of Dark Side of the Ring, I'm sure if J-Bone reviewed all the reviews, or excuse me, reviewed all the episodes on Smash's podcast, if not, then that could be something to, do, to lead up to the new season. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know what I missed. I, I'm pretty sure I got most of them. Um, I'm not sure what I missed. Uh, uh, Hardy Family Office. Thank you. Yeah, the H. F O. Yeah, that's what they said. H F O. Which I'm like, H F O. What the? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh shit, there's another t shirt. <laughs> so the, that's what they're calling. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm used to House of Hardy, you know, that's the whole Hardy and his wife and the kids and the whatever. Um, so I thought that's what they were going to just call this. I think that would have been a lot easier, you know, House of Hardy. But, no, it's Hardy Family Office. That does not roll off the tongue. I understand what they're doing here, and I like the role that Hardy is doing. He's, like, mentoring these newer, younger tag teams. But I don't know. It's HFO, another word for ever. Just kidding. <laughs> if you only knew half of my nicknames back in high school, one of them was Heifer. You know, and and that's and a Heifer is a cow. But look, that's I never looked at it that way back in high school. I I owned that Heifer was my nick was my nickname. My my last name is Hafer, so yeah, it's like you know a mispronunciation of my last name, but it was my nickname almost all through high school. And I owned it. So that's what it was. So watch, you know, 20 plus years later and it's all going to happen again. So <laughs> 30 years, whatever. <laughs> Heifer's at it again. Um, oh, Mark brings up uh, something interesting here. Uh, setting up Mentor Hardy versus Mentor Christian Cage eventually. Oh, I'd like that. I mean, that's a classic feud. Those two have a lot of history, singles and tag teams. I'm sure they faced off in singles competition. I, I, I've watched way too much damn wrestling in my lifetime to remember if, you know, if they faced each other for like an intercontinental title in WWF or WWE over the last 20 plus years, I'm sure they did. If somebody wants to pop it in the chat, like, oh, yeah, it was this pay-per-view in this year, whatever. Thanks, whatever. I appreciate it. I don't remember, but I know they had to have, you know. Um, hell, maybe, you know what? I think maybe they even faced, uh, like, I know what. The uh, the reception of the WWE version of ECW does not get a lot of pops from the fans. But you know what? I think uh, Christian faced off against Matt Hardy in the ECW, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Because I think Matt was ECW champ for a while. I forget. It's all blurry. Anyways. So, uh, (laughs) 
Hardy is teaching young ones how managers used to be back in the day. <laughs> right? Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of big fights in this, uh, in this episode. It, it felt a little heel heavy, but the, the matches certainly made up for it. If it kind of felt like the second hour was a lot better than the first hour, you had to get through the first hour first, and then the second hour just like, was like, wow, just blew me away. But overall, still a, a good show. Like I said, it's if if you weren't entertained by something, you're probably going to be more entertained by whatever the buildup was for the next week or something coming soon. You know, so um, so yeah. Overall, a, a decent show. I, I love this one. Um, more highs than lows. Like if like I said, if something you didn't get something, just wait. Just wait. It's coming. He'll pop for something eventually. So thanks again all for tuning in for this one. Much love. Don't forget, brand new merch shop in the description of this video from Spreadshirt. I'm loving this new shop, folks. So I'm loving this new shop, folks. So many options. Hats, pins, um, different sweatshirts. We've got men's and women's premium tops. With all the logos um, and even more stuff coming because the brain's always working. I'm always trying to think of new ideas. So uh, a good friend of mine, Styles, just hit me up earlier today. His uh, brand new shirt just came in. He said he loved the quality, the feel of the shirt. The, the logo on it looked great because I brought back the... Uh, uh, the retro logo kind of redesigned it. It's the one up in the corner here, the Smash Classic Smash logo. So, um, so go check out the shop. Uh, all the socials are in the description: the face botch, the Twitter box, and that Instanec. And for your bone on the go, the audio portion of Smash's podcast is brought to you by Anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast goes out to spotify um oh my goodness google see trent's a lot better at this over years i'll i'll get a lot better at this is naming off all the this 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 and this it's you know google spotify podbean apple um hey give it a give it a rating on apple i know over half of the people that listen on audio listen on apple so hey give it a rating let me know what you think of the show um i i need to like look into it more but i have been this is interesting i actually started looking at uh where the show or if the show is charting anywhere smash this podcast actually made recently the top 100 in the UK, unbelievable, blew my mind. So there is audiences all over the place listening to Smash This Podcast. Just it'll it'll I'll never it'll never cease to amaze me. Uh, I, I try to try my hardest to always stay humble in this podcast game, but it um it makes me so excited to see 
where where it's growing and who's all listening to it. So thank you all wherever you're listening. Much love to you all. And so yeah, um, we'll be back tomorrow night over on Total Nonstop Impact for the Throwback. So tune in for that. We'll be covering uh, NWA TNA number sixty-two, I believe, and um, and then back Friday for more stuff here on Smash This Podcast. I don't know what we're going to be doing. It's it's going to be Fallout from. Uh, <laughs> It's going to be fallout from Fastlane on the uh, SmackDown end of things. We might cover some news as well. Um, so, yeah, who knows what we're going to bring. I, I couldn't do it on Monday because of everything that happened. So uh, we'll, we'll catch up on everything on the WWE front along with news stuff on uh, Friday night. So tune in for that. And then we got the weekend. And I don't know what's happening this weekend. We'll have to wait and see. So much love, much love everyone. Don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button, and the subs have been going up. We're like 30 away, 30 away from 1,000. It's blowing my mind, folks. This is the year. Make it happen. Share the show, smash that sub button, and ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. We're out of here, folks. Take care. Much love. We'll see you over on TNI tomorrow night. We'll be back here real soon. Much love.